Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through this super mineral so quickly. Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my Essentially Whole Magnesium Restore Supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. So today is my birthday and I'm celebrating in three big ways. First, we are taking Kingston to Disneyland during this month to see all of the Halloween decorations because it's my favorite time of the year. And I cannot wait to get him on the teacups because it's his favorite ride, hands down, especially in the evening when all the lights and it's super glowy. It's so magical. Now, we were going to take him today, but it's going to be 102 degrees at Disneyland today. And the only place I'm trying to be at that kind of weather is in the water at the beach. So that's what we're going to be doing today instead. Now, second, I'm having a big birthday sale at the Essentially Whole store, and the sale actually ends tonight at midnight, but there is still time to head on over there and get everything at 15% off for life. Plus, you're going to get two bonus guides by buying anything you like. You're going to get the Creating a Morning Self-Care Routine Guide, which is so amazing because it literally helps you to create what feels good to you in the morning to set the tone for your day. And then you're going to get my Instant Energy Boosting Guide with hacks to literally boost your energy immediately, like literally today. So go on over, check it out. If there's something that you need or you want to stock up on, I'll have the link in the show notes so you can take advantage of the birthday sale that's happening today. Now, third... I am getting laser focused on my metabolic health because I know that it is the biggest needle mover for more energy, vitality, and a sharper brain. And I don't know about you, but I want all of them. Now, last September when I turned 42, one of the things I committed to for the whole year was to walk more. Now, I'm happy to report that I've been tracking my walking all year long and I averaged 7,700 steps per day the entire year with many days well over 10,000 steps. And I'm planning to continue the goal of walking even more this year because there's so many freaking benefits. Already this morning, I took Kingston to the beach. We're going to go to the beach twice today. And I clocked 3,500 steps. I am well on my way to hitting my 10K literally today on my birthday. Now, if you want to know more about the benefits of walking, check out episode 340 to learn more about really how you can take advantage of walking, especially after meals. It's something I'm going to be talking about today, literally, because one of my biggest takeaways from wearing the continuous glucose monitor the past year. Now, one of my other self-care commitments was to keep my blood sugar as stable as possible. Honestly, it's the name of the game every single day of the week. So I wore a continuous glucose monitor to track my blood sugar five months total this year in order to learn more 
than I had the previous year. Like I really wanted to like tune in to what were some of the nuances around my blood sugar. And man, I learned a lot. Now with the data I gathered from the continuous glucose monitor, I was really able to make some important improvements that I believe you can really glean from and potentially add to your own life as well. Now, before I dive into my big takeaways, I want to share something with you that I've been creating over the summer, literally just for you. And I'm thrilled to announce that I'm hosting the biggest event this year focused on women's hormone health. Like no one's doing as big an event that I'm doing. And it's important because I am going to deliver some results to you. Now, my Hormone Release Summit is happening this month. And let me tell you, the takeaways and wins are worth registering right this second. I mean, like pause and go and register. It's in the show notes, or you can just go to reliefsummit.com slash podcast and you register for free, plus you get some free goodies. Now, this event is literally going to change your life. Now, if you've been struggling or you know hormones are tied to not feeling your best, which let's be honest, our hormones are definitely running the show for most of what's going on for us, and you've been looking for powerful, sustainable solutions to address your hormone-related issues, this free event was created for you. Now, here's what you're gonna love. I base every single expert interview on the most pressing questions and concerns that I hear from women all of the time, and I make sure that we address them head on. So right now I have 43 of the very best doctors and experts in the hormone space giving their best advice, their first steps to take, and the protocols for the most disruptive hormone issues that come up for so many of us, including myself. And you're going to walk away after choosing the talks that work best for you with a plan that you can implement. Now, one of the things I love about this event is that, you know, when we think about not only our health and we think about the health of our friends and family, we can really spread the love. I will never forget a woman named Sarah reaching out to me about 40 days after I had hosted a hormone event a couple years back. And she told me that it was her niece, Hannah, who invited her to it. She saw it on Instagram. And the reason why Hannah invited her was that she had been feeling really moody. She was in perimenopause and it was causing disruptions in her family. And her niece Hannah was the only brave person enough to come to her and say, hey, I think this event will really serve you. So she attended it. She bought it. She got so much from it. And then she ended up doing my detox right after it as well. And it was at the back end of the detox that she wrote to me. She wrote this beautiful email to me. And she's like, honestly, I'm so grateful for my niece Hannah for just having the courage to say, hey, I know you're struggling. Here's an event that I think will really benefit you. And then she saw the detox. She lost 20 pounds. She had a major turnaround. Her anxiety decreased by over 80%. It was just all of these incredible wins. She literally had this massive transformation in her body in less than like 40 days. And I, I cannot tell you, like I get testimonials like Sarah all the time. So if there's someone in your life that you're thinking, man, they are struggling too. They're struggling with mood issues. They're struggling with hot flashes. They're struggling with metabolic problems. Like, let them know. Share this event with somebody that you love by sending them a text message or shooting them an email. Like, let's spread their love as much as possible. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to have the link in the show notes so you can grab your free seat. Plus, I'm going to have my bonus top 14 hormone loving recipe guide for free just for registering. And again, 
Be sure to spread the love. The link is reliefsummit.com slash podcast and you can go register right now. We already have 30,000 people registered at the moment. We just literally opened registration earlier last week. I'm anticipating about 100,000 attendees and I just want you to be one of them. I want you to show up. I want you to have an amazing time. I want you to get what you need. Okay, now let's get back to it. And I got to tell you, I feel more committed today than ever before because it feels like there's more at stake when it comes to my health. I want to have tons of energy for my son and my family. I also want to continue doing what I love without having to debate if I have energy for that or if I need to save my energy for something else. I want to do all of it and I want to feel good doing it. And I have a feeling you feel the same way. Now, I also know that at 43, this is a time to really pivot as my body and my hormones are continuing to change. And I am doubling down on boosting my muscle mass improving my metabolism and building in self-care so that I don't burn myself out. I'm also very focused on the personal development aspect because I know that I can be super hard on myself and I want to be super mindful of that. So the three mantras that I am bringing into this year as well is extra grace is required. I mean, literally every day you are fully supported and it feels good to feel good. Now, when it comes to affirmations, I always want to touch into ones that feel so good to me that really resonate with what I need right now. And these three, ooh, they like speak to my heart in such a big way. They always calm my nervous system. So just something to think about when you're thinking about affirmations, like does it tune into your heart? Does it calm you or does it trigger you? Like if you have an affirmation that is triggering you up, get rid of it. That is one of my recommendations. Now, as I shared before, maintaining stable blood sugar is the name of the game for improving energy levels and honestly feeling like you're firing on all cylinders, not to mention the prevention of chronic disease, including type 2 diabetes. And one of the biggest principles for sustaining weight loss is becoming metabolically flexible, which really means being able to switch in and out of sugar burning mode and fat burning mode. Now, this morning before I worked out, I was burning both carbs and fat. Then after my workout, I was in full fat burning mode. Now, I use a device called Lumen to measure the degree that I'm in fat burning mode versus carb burning mode. It gives you a number one through five. One is burning mostly fat. Five is burning mostly carbs. So when I woke up this morning, I was at a three burning both. And then after my workout, I was at a one, which was burning mostly fat. I love being able to measure these types of things with things like the Lumen or the continuous glucose monitor or my whoop strap, like to get a good sense of how I can tailor make what my body is needing at the time. Now, metabolic flexibility becomes very critical as women head into perimenopause and menopause, not only for our energy levels, but most importantly for our brain function. We need to be able to switch over from carbs to fat throughout the day, especially as we move into menopause when our cardiovascular health is so critically important. Now, currently, as I turn 43 today, I am stronger than I've been in several years. I am more toned. I'm moving my body more. Walking has become my superpower these days, along with weight, lifting weights, and I'm super focused on being present and savoring the sweet moments with my little 20-month-old toddler. Now, in the many months I have been wearing a continuous glucose monitor, I've learned a lot, and I tied it back to the research over and over again. So a lot of what I'm going to be sharing with you is backed up with research, just happens to be that anecdotally, I've seen it in myself. So here are the blood sugar hacks that I am using that are making the biggest impact on my energy and brain function and how I feel and what I've really learned from wearing a CGM. Now, I also want you to know that you don't necessarily need to wear a continuous glucose monitor. Hopefully, some of the things that you learned today, you can even implement without having a CGM and that they make a really profound impact on your life. 
Now, what's great about these hacks is that they're easy to start implementing even without the CGM and you can do them today and you will begin to feel a difference in about a week. And they're not gonna mess with your time or your finances, which I really love. Right now, especially as it's starting to feel more recession-esque, it's important that we work with what we got. And I think these hacks that I'm gonna be sharing with you, these big takeaways that I've learned are really gonna be able to be very implemented. So one of the biggest takeaways I've learned about my metabolic health and how to optimize it was learning that I become insanely more insulin resistant in the evenings, especially after 6 p.m., which is very normal due to our 24-hour circadian rhythm. Our bodies evolved to basically be in bed once it gets dark. Therefore, our body and our metabolism winds down significantly, which means we are not burning energy like we are during the day. So we go into storage mode. And we become more insulin resistant because that's just the way the body's made. I noticed that the later I ate, the more my blood sugar would spike, even if it was a meal that contained very, very few carbs, like it was just protein and veggies. So I shifted dinner earlier to 5 p.m. or 6 p.m., no later than 6.30. And the sweet spot for me is to finish dinner before 6.30 p.m. at the latest. And I'm even considering, I was actually having this conversation with my husband today, that we should push dinner back around 4.30 to 5 p.m. so that we have a five-hour window from when we last eat till our bedtime, which is typically for me, it's 10 p.m. For him, it's much later. Um, I also try to take a walk 20 minutes after dinner every single night. Ideally, we are walking at 6 p.m. so that I can get Kingston into bed around 7 p.m.-ish. I try to aim for Kingston to be in bed between 7 and 7.30. I know that the time is about to change so we're gonna have to kind of rearrange some of that but the intention is to walk after dinner as much as possible I also cut out any late snacks and desserts because guaranteed I don't even care if they're they're keto desserts I am gonna spike it happens every single time and that's the thing about wearing a CGM is man the numbers don't lie because I am more insulin resistant at night it doesn't matter and what I know is that when that happens it leads to fat storage and sluggishness in the morning the next day also, when I have a late night snack or dessert for dinner, which is super rare, but occasionally it happens, it would always show up on my CGM the next morning too. For example, if my normal fasting glucose level is typically 68 to 75 milligrams per deciliter, which is really good, I notice that on the nights that I eat later or have more carbs or have a keto dessert, like let's say at 7.30 or 8 o'clock, I would wake up with a fasting blood glucose level of 85 to 95 milligrams per deciliter, right? That is a jump. That's at least a 15 point jump from a normal fasting glucose level in the morning. And it takes me 36 to over 48 hours to recover from the blood sugar rise, meaning that the next two mornings, my blood glucose levels are still gonna be elevated. They're not gonna be back down to 68 to 75 milligrams per deciliter, right? So that really shows me something. Now I've learned to lower my carb load significantly at night for my body and walking after dinner really helps to keep my blood sugar stable in the evening and in the following morning so that my blood sugar does look good in the morning time like a fasting blood sugar level. Now, walking after dinner or a dessert is a total game changer. I've shared this over and over and over again. I cannot repeat it enough. It can actually lower your post-meal blood glucose by 30%. Now, if you can walk 20 to 30 minutes after a meal, especially after dinner, you can stabilize your blood sugar levels quicker 
because muscle takes in the majority of that glucose from a meal without having to have an insulin response. So walk as much as you can, especially after meals, especially after lunch and dinner. I love this habit because it's so easy to implement. It offers huge benefits and it is free, super free, and it's low impact. Now, if you have to stay indoors, you can walk around the house. You can do some squats. You can do some lunges, do some push-ups. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can actually do this. If you're not able to do the 20 to 30 minute walking, basically you just need a way for your muscles to be active so that they bring in that glucose reserve from your meal. Another takeaway from wearing a CGM this year, which piggybacks on what I learned last year too, is that I'll be straight up. I don't have a lot of wiggle room unless I'm using my blood sugar hacks. And what I mean by that is I don't have a lot of metabolic flexibility (laughs) is what I'm trying to say. I am still amazed at how quickly I can throw off my blood sugar and my metabolic health with just one food, just one food. I have found that it takes very little in terms of added carbs to throw off my optimal blood sugar range, especially at night. Now, I'm not talking about desserts like ice cream or chips or pasta or even bread. I don't really eat these foods that often because I know exactly what they're going to do. No, I'm talking about foods that seem pretty darn safe, but still force a massive insulin response. These are sweet potatoes, berries on their own, protein smoothies, protein bars, even keto desserts. Like these are the types of things that you would think, oh, they're okay, totally light me up. So it's really important from learning this, for me at least, that I already have some level of insulin resistance which is unfortunately not very surprising for women in their 40s, including myself. And I still have to heal some of this insulin resistance. I think that I got a lot of it from my 20s, to be honest, and I'm trying to heal it up still to this day. So luckily, I do know it's possible to reverse insulin resistance. That's why I'm talking about it all the time. But I really need to be mindful about what I'm doing. I have to be mindful about what I'm eating and really when I'm eating it. What you eat is equally as important to when you eat it and how you eat it. That's what we're learning today. And then lastly, I learned a few tricks to help me improve my metabolism over time, especially the summer. So one of the things I love is a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar five minutes before a meal to help lower blood sugar. This is especially beneficial if you're having a lot of carbs or you're having dessert. Another option if you're not breastfeeding or pregnant is 500 milligrams of berberine five to 10 minutes before a meal or even after a meal. My glucose support supplement is phenomenal for this and we're seeing so many incredible testimonials and wins from women taking this before dessert or before dinner it's just incredible again don't take it pregnant or breastfeeding i'm not taking glucose support right now because i'm still breastfeeding but i cannot wait to start taking it once i'm done hopefully next year (laughs) eating a light dinner and a bigger breakfast and a bigger lunch can also prevent obesity and high blood sugar by burning more calories Results have shown that a meal eaten for breakfast, regardless of the number of calories it contains, creates twice as high of a diet-induced thermogenesis as the same meal consumed for dinner. This is literally what I discovered wearing my CGM. It literally matched up with the research that's available today. And if I do have a late night craving, what I end up doing is I go make a yummy sparkling iced tea by combining half Pellegrino and half 
passion decaf tea. Now, the reason why I'm doing Pellegrino is a lot of the sparkling waters on the market today have a lot of forever chemicals in them. So we moved completely to glass Pellegrino bottles. I just get a big case. Actually, I get like five cases of glass Pellegrino from Costco. I usually do half and half with tea, usually a green tea during the day, a decaf tea at night, and then I add some mint and lime. And oh my gosh, it feels like such a treat. And it really staves off whatever craving I'm dealing with. But during the fall season, the, the winter season, I make hot teas with unsweetened vanilla almond milk or macadamia nut milk. I love turmeric tea or a decaf rooibos tea. Both, again, satisfy my craving at night. And they're super good for, again, calming the central nervous system, relaxation, and just kind of getting rid of that craving, whatever that craving is. And then also, in order to ensure that I get as good of quality sleep as I can get, I take 300 to 600 milligrams of magnesium glycinate before bed. That's my magnesium restore supplement. It's perfect to support relaxation and to just knock me out before bed. And I don't use electronics before bed so I can get that deep restful sleep because here's what I've noticed. If my sleep is crap, which it can easily, like last night, oh my gosh, I was up so many times with Kingston. It was so hot in our house. Everyone was having disrupted sleep. My whoop strap showed that I got like a 65% sleep recovery. I had multiple times where I was woken up. So my sleep wasn't great. So I do my best on the front end of my evening before bed to set myself up for success just in case I am awoken at two o'clock or five o'clock or whatever time it is that I'm waking up in the early morning. So again, set yourself up for as best success as you can get. I get that my situation with the toddler is what it is, but I make the most of it because when my sleep is in the crapper, my insulin resistance is much higher. My blood sugar variability is all over the place. When I get really great sleep, my blood sugar variability is way less. It's like it's way more stable. So just something to be thinking about. If you're getting crappy sleep, it's definitely having an impact on your blood sugar and your metabolism and your energy levels. Obviously, definitely your energy levels. Lastly, I think it's super important, and I've been focusing on this this year, I talk about it all the time, is loving your liver. I love my liver so much. Our liver is our ticket to great blood sugar balance and great metabolic health. It also plays a huge role in fat storage. I mean, that's why we see millions of people with fatty liver disease, right? Because of the whole liver having to store fat because we're eating too much sugar. So I, daily liver support looks like being mindful of sugary foods, alcohol, medications, having a morning metabolic boosting routine, and supplementing. I take a lot of vitamin C, B vitamins, magnesium. I take a liver support blend. I want my liver to feel so supported. So just be thinking about that. Like, how can you support your liver? And the last takeaway I have noticed from wearing a continuous glucose monitor has to do with exercise. Now, I'll be honest with you, I love working out. I have loved working out since I was 18 years old. I'm a big fan, but I have definitely been burned by working out. I have overworked out. I've caused lots of stress on my body. And so I'm super mindful about how I work out today. And the name of the game for me, the big needle mover that's not going to burn me out is lifting weights. It has made a profound difference on keeping my blood sugar stable overall. I have been focused more on weightlifting um, than hit cardio or being on a bike. So weightlifting and walking are my superpowers right now. I find that often bike rides cause massive spikes and they can lead to stressing the system. So I keep my bike rides to 20 minutes and sometimes 30 minutes max. And I will say I was pushing the bike this week and I did break two personal records 
on my Peloton bike leading into my birthday and it felt so good because I haven't PR'd on the Peloton bike in over six months. I just hadn't been pushing it because again, I know, but this week I was like, you know what, let's push this. And I busted through my personal records of the last 20 minute and 30 minute rides. So, you know, you never know. Now for weightlifting, I do 20 to 30 minutes, four to five times a week, and I focus on heavier weights. Today, my mama's in town because we're celebrating my birthday. So she and I did a 30 minute Lizzo full body workout, and it was amazing. We did all kinds of fun stuff. And here's what I know to be true. Muscle is the organ of longevity and building more muscle speeds up our metabolic rate for up to two hours after every 20 minute session of weightlifting. I mean, the juice is worth the squeeze right there. And I know that building muscle will help you burn more calories even when you're not moving, right? The higher your muscle mass, the stronger your metabolic rate, and the more insulin sensitive you'll become, the more energy you will experience. Bam, bam, bam. Now I get super deep into this conversation with the expert, the muscle-centric expert, one of my best friends, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon on the Hormone Release Summit. The conversation is so good. And if you're not registered yet for the summit, like if you haven't done it already in this episode, go right now, grab your free pass. It's at reliefsummit.com slash podcast. We're going to hook you up. The interview with Dr. Gabrielle, it is fire. Now, because low energy, stubborn weight, mood swings, and feeling unfocused and unproductive are common issues that I address with women, I have made sure that every interview addresses those root causes and we go deep into metabolic health in the Hormone Relief Summit. So I know that knowledge paired with a plan can make all the difference and this is why I'm excited for you to attend. I also believe that we are often one thought away or one action away towards feeling more energized and good overall and you can start to feel better every single day, every single week when you're able to bring on not only some of the changes that I'm talking about here today, but some of the changes that we're going to address in the summit. Now, again, this isn't meant to be overnight, but if we can just bring one habit in, walking after dinner or moving our dinner time a little bit earlier in the evening, or maybe it's bringing in the weights. Maybe you start with eight pound weights and then 10 pound weights, and then you move up to 12 pound weights, right? I just bought a set of 20 25 pound weights because I'm ready to step it up. I have a whole little gym set up in our bedroom. So we have weights in the garage, the, the big weights, my smaller weights that go up to 20 pounds in the bedroom. But I'm like, you know what? I'm turning 43. I'm getting 25 pound weights. I'm ready to go because I love working out at home. So be thinking about like, what is the one habit that can make such a big impact for you starting today, starting tomorrow? How can you improve and support your metabolism in a way that's gonna really feel good to you. Now, I will say that as I'm turning 43, I am so clear on my non-negotiables. I am so big on intention. I'm so big on goals and I'm so big on grace too. But I think in order for us to get where we wanna be, become who we wanna become, We've got to have intention built in. And so my intention is to get super clear on my non-negotiables as I kick off this new year because I know which habits are going to help me to improve and feel energized. Those are the ones that I cannot live without. And I'm going to put other things aside to ensure that I have time to do those. So when you stop and think about your habits, which ones feel like a non-negotiable for you? What is the intention you want to set and, and having those non-negotiables to help support that, I mean, that's how we make the gains. That's how we get to where we want to go. 
And that's what I want for you just as much as I want it for me. So let me know, like, what is the non-negotiable for you right now? Reach out to me on Instagram, tag me or use hashtag hormone CEO or send me a DM. Just let me know. I want to know what you're doing. And before you go, don't forget to register for the summit. I created it for you. I know it's going to blow your mind. Again, thank you so much for listening in on the Essentially You podcast today. This show, as always, is about providing tools to rock your hormones and feel amazing in your body. Now, if there's someone in your life that needs to hear this today, take a moment, screenshot it, send it on over via text message or share it on Instagram. That way we continue to spread the word about hormone literacy. And if you do, hashtag hormone CEO. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.